0: Throughout the world, around 160,000 species of moth have been identified, with two and a half thousand that are native to Britain. Unlike butterflies, there are many different biological and morphological characteristics between moth species, such as different shaped antennae, different ways of holding their wings closed, and both diurnal and nocturnal species. There's also moth species whose adults don't have the ability to feed. However, the larvae of both butterflies and moths do have to feed in order to grow, mature, pupate and metamorphose into the adults. But whilst almost all butterfly larvae eat plant leaves, there are many moths whose larvae have different requirements, which include burrowing into tree wood, plant stems and tubers and quite a few species that feed on dried animal and vegetable matter too as many of us will have discovered in our homes with the species of moth that we commonly call clothes moth. Clothes moths belong to a group called the Tinnidae, small narrow-shaped moths whose larvae primarily feed on fungi and detritus. However Two species in particular, the gold-coloured common clothes moth, whose larvae live within a mass of tangled webbing and the dark brown case-bearing moth, whose larvae live in silken tubes, have adapted to feed on keratin, the protein that occurs in natural fibres and consequently they've both become major pests of home furnishings and fabrics throughout the world. The first indication of a clothes moth infestation though is often when the adults are seen clinging to a wall in a dark room and where both species could potentially be present at the same time throughout the year. However, adult clothes moths don't feed and only live long enough to mate and for the females to lay up to 200 tiny pinhead sized eggs amongst natural fibres. And although woolly jumpers make an ideal egg laying site, they're most likely to be drawn to a damp area in an old grimy carpet. Within a week though, the eggs hatch into the larvae that will consume the natural fibers for up to two years before pupating and finally emerging as the next generation of adult moths. Over recent years though, Clothes moth infestations have become increasingly more common and have invariably been exacerbated by using ineffectual products and methods that have been recommended for their control. So what could be done to most effectively deal with clothes moth? Well it's not always easy and is best done one room at a time thoroughly inspecting all areas for the infestations which will be identified by the damage, the larvae and their webbing. And when found, affected clothing could be bagged and disposed of if need be, or frozen in a freezer for a day before cleaning and storing again in airtight bags, perhaps alongside a moth deterrent fragrance, such as cedarwood or lavender. Whilst the affected areas of carpet can be treated with a proprietary pyrethrin-based insecticide, and later thoroughly vacuumed and washed using a suitable detergent.